0: Praise God, praise God. Once again, we thank God for being here on the unction. We thank God for everyone that is tuning in tonight. Once again, we are here with a great, great episode of the unction where we're going to go ahead and give the word of the Lord. For once again, the unction is the place where the word of God is given, and we depend on the spirit of God to edify the people of God. We give the word of God and we depend on the spirit of God to edify the people of God. And as as we always do, we try to make sure our our uh, audio is set and well. It sounds like we're doing good. We have one with us so far. First of all, thank you to everyone who celebrated with us uh, our first gathering for the unction. It was, it was a great turnout. Things went well. First of all, doing a live on a Friday night. That is a feat. Brother Porkchop, good to see you. Doing a live on a Friday night, that is a feat for one. Uh, For two, I thank God that uh, we we were able to get through. We had a a building full. It was packed. We had a good time uh, here in Charlotte. For those of you who caught some of it live, thank you. (laughs) I'm just honest. I'm just honest. Sound quality got to get worked on. One thing that churches will tell you now, once again, if you know me, we're operating off of a shoestring and a pack of downlaters here in Charlotte. And uh, one thing that churches will tell you, that online streaming sound need help. Pray for it. Pray for it. But we we going to keep working on it. But I, I have a few good things that came out of it. We, we got some clips. God bless you, uh, Jasmine Williams, Mr. Certified Man of God. Glad that you got here live, Prophetess Quinesia. Oh, yes. And um, those of you who were able to contact me, for the Zoom meeting, those who got to me later might have got mixed up on Eastern Time and, and uh, uh, Central Time, Western Time. I don't know. But thank God for those who were able to get to me. And uh, we had our Zoom meeting. I was able to meet some of you face-to-face. Uh, thank God for Prophetess Quinesia because she was up on it. She was she gave me her email. She took the link. She got on the Zoom at the right time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, Prophetess, we thank God for you. But, but um. We're, we're just we're just glad we're just glad I'm not gonna be, be, belabor this because I know people came here for what they came here for so uh we're gonna get to some more uh, about the the night of worship that we had but if you would like to be in in uh, official membership of the unction email me email me at um, the unction also the the best way I'm, I'm just being honest is through Facebook if you get me on Facebook, The Unction, it's the same thing, The Unction on Facebook, and you message me, that is like the best way to get in touch with me. If you would like official membership to this, because we're about to mail out our little uh, t-shirts and our little water bottles and pens and stuff like that, and if you would like official membership, we want you to email, well, contact us as soon as possible. Praise yep. the Lord. Now... Um, I want to get into why we have come here tonight, because apparently the gospel isn't finished. Apparently the gospel isn't finished, and there's a famous prophetess that says that uh, we're we're not at the ending of the gospel. And I'm gonna go ahead and play this. I'm not even gonna hold you long, fam. Why? Because it is an unfinished gospel. Oh, I'm not hearing nobody talk to me. It is not that Jewish stuff. I'm not, I'm not even going to hold you, fam. She said the gospel not finished. Let, let's just, I mean, it's a real easy way to check this. Let's go ahead and check it. John 19:30. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. It is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up the ghost. Uh, God bless you, uh, Pinellas Williams, Jasmine Williams. Thank God for you. It, I can't even hold you, fam. I, I almost want to shut off the camera right now. It, It's finished. It, It's so tiring. It is so tiring to have to get on here and tell people what they already should know the Bible say. And it's wearing me out. And I know I got to do a job. I know I got to do a job. I know I have to continue to cry loud and spare not. But it, it is so tight. Ty- and, and I see what Jesus is speaking of when he talks about the enemy trying to wear out the patience of the saints. I see what the Lord is speaking of when he talks about wearing out the patience of the saints. Saints of God. Saints of God. We need to understand That the Lord's work was completed on the cross. Everything that needed to be fulfilled has been fulfilled in the work of the cross. The good news is set. The good news is set. Uh, Overcoming with Reverend Martin, God bless, thank God for everyone who's joining us. The good news is done. Let me, let me explain something to because I know she went on to talk about the, the Ethiopian Jews and the European Ashkenazi. She ain't, even, she ain't even say that because she don't know the term Ashkenazi Jew. Anyway, so she, she was trying to speak on eschatology. Saints, and, and this is something that preachers know, and, and the laity may not understand it all the time, but the preachers know this. Preach uh, at your pay grade. Preach on your pay grade. Now, I'm th- there's a whole lot of other issues with this. We we understand doctrine and who's supposed to be doing what and all that. But let me tell you what. Let's start right here. Don't preach beyond your pay grade. Don't say stuff you don't know what you're talking about. I'm a person who has dealt with eschatology. Yeah, the prophet's Genesis, he said the gospel is not finished. I'm a person who has dealt with eschatology. I understand pre-trip, mid-trip doctrine, post-trip doctrine, pre-millennial, post-millennial, amillennial, the preterists. I understand all of those modes of eschatology. And those who study that branch of hermeneutics, those who study that branch of theology, when you get up and just start spouting up crazy stuff out your mouth and you don't understand what you're talking about, you're talking about because in 1987 the Ethiopian Jews and blase blah, blah, blah. blah Jesus coming back for half a body because the Jews haven't come in. And let, me, let me explain this about the gospel. The word of God is complete. Guess how the Jew got to get in? The same way the Gentile got to get in. Guess how the Jew got to be saved? The same way the Gentile got to be saved. You got to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You must be saved. You must be sanctified. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit. You must be baptized in his name. You must know who Christ is by his spirit and by his word. Saints of God, we got to obey what Christ has said. You got to come in. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man coming to the father, but by me. Okay. So here's the bottom line. I don't care who you are or what you're saying. You have to come in through the door. Saints of God, you got to come in through the door like everybody else. Praise the Lord. And and the Bible says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one meeting between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. There's only one body you can be baptized into. We are engrafted into the wild olive branch was grafted into the natural branch. And there's only one body. There's only one body. All right. So the, the bottom line is you're preaching on something that is above your pay grade and to people who study and know what they're talking about, you sound foolish. You sound foolish. You only sound deep to a room full of people who don't know eschatology. But for those who study eschatology, which if you're not familiar with eschatology, it's the study of the ending of things, the ending of, of things. So we're talking about uh, pre-millennial, mid, uh, post-millennial, amillennial, pre trib, mid trib, post-trip. I'm not here to argue those points. I'm just saying I've studied those points. And what I'm saying to you is as one who has studied eschatology thoroughly throughout my life, I know when somebody is talking just out of out of their mind. Out of their mind. In the whole room type of, oh, ooh. You know what? Just stick with what you know. Profile, get your money, go go to the next city, break your contracts like you usually do. Do whatever you got to do. But but don't but don't intrude into things when you don't really know what you're talking about, and I'm uh, it, and it's tiring, it's wearing me clean slap out, it's wearing me clean slap out because people are are intruding into things that they know not, and you're deceiving souls, and that's the problem with today. That takes me to my next. For you to, I'm gonna play this again, and I'm gonna go to another point. Why? Because it is an unfinished gospel. Oh, I'm not hearing nobody talk to me. It is not that Jewish stuff. This is my next point. What she said is the issue that we're having in the church. Because we the, 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 the gospel is not good enough. Because the word is not rich enough. Because what God has already done is not deep enough for you. We're always adding to the king's words. When the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, add not to the words of the king, lest he be angry with, with thee. Take not words away from the king. And, and these scriptures are put there to warn us. And, and also in the book of Revelations where it says, if you add to the words, he's going to add to you the plagues. If you take away from the words, he's going to take away your name out of the book. Okay? You cannot add and take away from this good gospel. It's finished. It's finished. In fact, Paul is so so uh, 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 confident in the gospel that is received. Apostle Paul said, if an angel come down from heaven, give you another gospel, tells you to receive another good news other than what we've already taught you, other than what you've already received, he said, you tell the angel he's a curse. You tell the angel he's a, tur- a curse for those who preach a gospel which is not another gospel. Somebody said, uh, Marcus, Marcus said, I don't know where she got that unfinished gospel from. Not biblical true. Agree with you. Needs to study uh, end time eschatology. It's time out for foolishness in the church. The problem is the good news ain't enough. The gospel ain't enough. That's why we silly out here following people like Lovie Elias. Every day Lovie Elias wake up. He'll say something completely antithetical to the word of God. He is literally walking in the spirit of anti-Christ. Christ will say something and he will contradict. Anti-Christ. He will literally contra dict. He would have a contrary dictation to what the Holy Ghost said because you're trying to get, oh, I'm deeper than everyone. I'm more mystical than everyone. I have a deeper revelation than anyone. The Bible is right and the Bible is strong enough by itself. You know why I know the Bible is good enough by itself? Because we ain't even mastered the regular stuff. We want to go all deep into the fifth dimension of the stratosphere of Pluto somewhere and we have not even mastered the regular stuff. How about children obey your parents how about honor your father and mother how about husband love your wife the way christ loved the church how about wives submit yourself to your own husbands as unto the lord how about the 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 regular things that the bible say Adorn yourself in modest apparel. Love not the world, neither the things of the world. For any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We want to jump all over the the regular things that God has said, and we want to walk in the fifth element of the fifth dimensions of of the planet Pluto and Mars. And it's getting on my nerves. It's wearing me clean slap out, saints. It's It's wearing me clean slap out. I'm tired. I'm tired of foolishness. I'm tired of this mess. And that's why I say I got to keep going. I got to keep preaching. I got to keep telling the truth. And I know sometimes people say, well, well, you didn't get the context. Don't you come on here talking about I ain't get no context. Don't you come on here talking about I ain't get no context. I cut the clip so I could come on here and say what I got to say. You want to hear a false prophet, you go on another uh, platform and listen to them all you want to. On here, I listen to it. I've heard what the, the ignorant person said. I've cut the clip, and I've given my commentary on it. That's what I've done, okay? I'm tired of foolishness in the church. Why don't we do what the regular gospel say? It, it says uh, what you, it's a clip of possible. What you win people with, you have to keep them with the same junk. Exactly. What you said, that part, Pinellas Williams say. And and that's what it is. You, you have to keep making up stuff. These false prophets have to keep making up stuff because, let and, and let me say this, catch this revelation. Catch, you know, and I call it revelation, but it, it's what the Lord helped me to understand. Listen, saints of God, here's just the honest to God truth. The reason why these false prophets have to keep coming up with new ideas, the reason why these false prophets have to keep saying stuff off the wall you ain't never heard before, is because they have failed. They cannot do right. They are given over to their vile affections and their reprobate mind, and they cannot do right. So to them, the Bible has not worked. See, you got to understand why they're coming out like this, why they're saying what they're saying. Because for them, they tried to be holy for I am holy. They have tried to follow peace with all men, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. But they love their fornication more. They love their divorce. They love their adultery. They love their homosexuality and their lesbianism. They love the filthiness of their flesh more. They loved it more. So in their minds, I've done all I could to live right. It did not work. So it must be something else. And guess what? God The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It didn't work for you because you are not the elect. God did not call you, and you are not the chosen, and therefore the word don't work for you. But for those of us who understand that we're not perfect, we don't do everything right, but at the end of the day, the Bible is right. The scripture is right, and we're going to allow God to continue to make and mold us. For those whose conscience have not been seared with a hot iron, we can just go to the word. We don't need you to wake up in the morning and make up nothing. We don't need you to wake up in the morning and say nothing. We got the word of God with us, and we got the spirit of God in us. Glory to God. Once again, if you, like I mentioned it earlier. I'm, I'm going to just say it because it's time to say it. If you if you would like to support this platform, we ask that you do so Uh, because we're in a place where we're working, we're doing what we can. I am a full time. Uh, pastor, and I'm also a full-time worker, and it takes a lot to do what I do. I thank God for our new board members who are helping to push. They're helping to push the wagon, and if you would like to help to push, it is dollar sign the unction. We're going to continue to cry loud and spare not. We don't get no backing. We ain't a part of no associations. We don't get no funding for no big-time bishops. We out here just like John in the wilderness. If we don't get some locusts and wild honey to help us get through, then we won't get through. The Lord just got to provide for us out here in the wilderness, and while we're out in the wilderness, we ask that the, the Lord will provide a little beat for us to keep on going, praise the Lord, and I thank you for it, thank you for everyone who's been a part, thank you for everyone who's given, everyone who has, has pushed and has sown into this, this good soil, praise the Lord, because you know we're, we're not only here, we're doing things in the community, I'm, I'm getting back to the word, we're doing things with young men, we're doing things in the community, We're teaching them auto mechanic skills. These ain't just random pictures. We taught them how to do uh, alternators, radiators, putting on their tires, changing their belts. We've gone to the women's shelters, uh, spent time with them, the the most at-risk people. Thank God for our our volunteers. We've gone out. We couldn't put the at-risk women on camera because of the the living situation they're in. But I want you to know we do more than get on here and just yell stuff. And we ain't no gossip blog either. No, we're trying to do something for God. We're trying to live for the Lord. We're trying to do something for the kingdom. And we want to do more. See, and that's the good thing about the unction. Other places, just get on here to gossip about stuff. Just get on here to say stuff and to teach you how to feel good about being worldly. How to feel good about being in your sin. Like this false doctrine now. Here's another doctrine going out now. This doctrine about well, fornication is not premarital sex anymore. Y'all heard this new one, right? Oh, Lord. Here's the new one. Now, I'm not talking about lovi. I'm talking about the Herodian doctrines, and the Herodians are the people of the world. And, and this Herodian doctrine now is that premarital sex is not fornication. Fornication is, is sex with, without relationship. You have to get to know a person and and just form a relationship. And as long as you know them and they know you and you have consent and they have consent, that you're able to lay down with one another. This This is the Herodian doctrine now, where the Bible talks about not joining the bodies of Christ to the bodies of harlotry, all right? The Bible talks about the bed being undefiled. If we allow these false prophets and false teachers to go out here and defile everybody, do you not know that if these marriages will be a mess? Do you not know that families will fall apart? How many young women are going to be corrupted and bodies used and ran through, and then you get married and, and give your husband whatever left, whatever Cujo didn't dig out of you? Though no, here, here's the rest of it. I know it's hanging out and falling apart but here's the rest of it Johnny I guess you'll be the dude to pay the rest of my bills for the rest of my life do you know I mean it's it's like we don't even understand morality anymore Jesus said to a man if you look on a woman if you look on a woman to lay with her you've committed adultery you've committed adultery so you mean to tell me that we can go and, and because I was your friend for three weeks, we can go ahead and lay down now. This is Herodian doctrine being put out here, doctrines of devils to destroy lives and destroy souls. And we need platforms like this one to say, no, it, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. Don't you accept that lie? Don't you accept that mess? Holiness is still right. Lord have mercy. I'm just telling the truth. We need some standards in life. I wish some of the older sisters, I don't want to use the word older, some of my more experienced sisters would talk to some of the younger sisters and say, baby, don't do that. Don't do that. Baby, let me tell you the truth. Men are like this. The, these streets are do you like this. And tell them the truth. Instead of everybody going to church dressed like a baby doll, snatched up and, and stuffed tight all in your cheeks, and going to church and, and screaming and hollering about nothing, how about we tell our young women some truth? It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here, and and, and if you want a, a good man, this is what what a good man requires. And same thing for the brothers. If you want a good woman, this is what a good woman requires, because a good woman ain't going to take your mess off of you. You ain't going to run out the house and in the house bring her back diseases and extra kids and all kinds of crazy stuff, and you ain't going to sit playing video games in the garage day and night, and I'm up here working and, and struggling, and you want to be a bum. No, if you want a good woman, you're going to be a man. We need some truth in the church. We need some truth in the ministry. And it's gonna take real men and women of God going to church and saying something that makes sense instead of talking about the African Jews and something about the Ethiopians. And stop, stupid. Oh, Jesus, y'all better, y'all better help me. Y'all better help me, okay? That's number one. I I don't rant. I I don't know what to say if, now we're at the point of saying that Jesus wasn't enough I mean we're just making up stuff as we go just you know uh lo Elias said something about seeking God you don't have to seek God I I mean just saying anything just anything and I'm tired it's wearing me clean slap out I'm about to go to the next subject there's a a bishop y'all saw him on the fly his name is Patrick Wooden Patrick Wooden, and uh, last time I talked about this issue, people was chewing me out and and mad at me, and I was getting calls out of Atlanta, where this man church was. I was getting direct calls and direct messages and all kinds of stuff, but uh, you know what? It's good to see somebody else say it. I ain't got to carry all the heat, so here he is. Um, We have to stand on God's truth. Uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant and... Uh, he went and visited a LBGTQ affirming church. I close my eyes when I say that and I struggle because that is a tremendous, that is a oxymoronic statement if there has ever been an LBGTQ church. Now, now that I'm glad it, 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 it ain't just me. It ain't just me. I, I don't know who this brother is. A lot I know with the Church of God in Christ. I know there's a lot of things that go on in the Church of God in Christ. I know there's a lot of issues there. Some things I speak of, but let me tell you what, right is right. And what the brother said, one one thing that the brother went on to say was, you're you not going to speak for me. You're not going to speak for me. Uh, J- Jamal Bryant went up to an LGBTQ church with Bishop, I think O.C. Allen, whatever his name is, married to a man, and go sit down with them people and apologize for the Black church. First of all, it ain't supposed to be number one church. That's number one, but number two, and I, but I'm not ignorant either of sociology. That uh, Sunday morning is the most segregated time in America with all this love of Jesus going around. But at the same time, the, the next thing you're not going to say is you're apologizing for me. You can't apologize for me. I am one who was abused by the church. I am one who went through some, some wrong process in the church. I am one that's been mishandled in the church. You can't apologize for me. I'm a young man that came up and saw the same mess and went through the same hurt. And it, it ain't just one community. Now, what I will say, like I always say, is it, it's just amazing how in church, when you talk about the LGBTQ community, that the a amens get just a little bit stronger that the amens get just a little bit louder. You talk about the LGBTQ community that all of a sudden that everybody got all this fire in them to say amen. But when the same pastor was getting up talking about your mess, you ain't have no amen for that. When you was up there sneaking in that hotel room, when you was stealing the money, when you was going out with them them little boys in the church and, and taking them places and doing stuff you ain't supposed to be doing, if them amens wasn't there that strong, and then you got the the person in the audience looking in the pulpit at the assistant pastor saying, hey, he's he saying amen, but he was over my house last night himself. All right? So it's a lot that happened in the church, and I admit that. But at the same time, I can't feel sorry for one community because there's been a lot of mismanagement. There's been a lot of mishandling of lives and families and ministries. There's been a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. And I want to say that we don't have to apologize on the behalf of the black church. If anything, we need to apologize for being wrong, period. We need to apologize for playing around with the gospel, period. We need to apologize for playing around with the ministry, period. Leading souls to hell, period. For false doctrine, period. For leaving babies and children behind, period. We need to apologize for these things altogether. And I'm glad that I'm not the only one. And there are many preachers I've seen on TikTok, many preachers that I've seen online that has been crying out with us. And I thank God. Keep on telling the truth. If you are ashamed of the gospel, if you are ashamed of the truth, if you are ashamed of what the Bible say, then sit down. Stop calling yourself a preacher. If you got to apologize to the LGBTQ community and then you want to say you want to sell weed and then you want to preach about how a woman got a right to kill her unborn child and then you're going to do a christening in the same service where you kill the unborn child. If you're going to say this and say that and go against everything that God say, stop being a preacher, Jamal. I don't want none of Jamal people calling me. I don't want, don't call me no more. Don't call me about this. I've had some of these jokers call me and contact me. Don't call me no more. Tell that boy, stop. He If he want to be a politician, it's okay. Be a politician. Do what the politicians do. We already know you, Boulay. We already get that. So just go do it. Just go do it. Jamal Brown is reprobate. The church needs a reality check. Uh, people have been hurt by the church and their own backyard that's right if you want to if you want to love the world if you want to do what the world give you charge to do go do it man go do it don't don't sit up here fussing and fighting with me what's the need of me getting on here and talking about something crazy you don't say every week jesus was out of order 85 percent of his life when the bible said he came to do the will of his father why i have to get on here every other week to correct something dumb you said when you can go on out in the world and be a politician you famous Go on out there. Lord have mercy. Once again, I, I really appreciate everyone who has helped us. Everyone who has given to the unction. We ask that you continue to give because it, it takes a lot to do what we do. As you've heard, I've been persecuted, I've been talked about, I've been criticized, I've been people are seeking after me now. And, and I'm going to stand on the word, and it takes a lot to do this. I work full-time. I'm a pastor full-time. And and those of you who helped to push the wagon, we thank you because it helps this platform to do what it needs to do, and I cannot wait to expand. And I thank you for all of your support and giving. The, I pray that God will multiply your seed sown. I pray that he would give bread to an eater and seed to a sower. I pray that the Lord would do this for you. Because he's able to, not because we believe in a prosperity gospel, but because we believe that God is the God of his word and that you cannot sow into the kingdom and and not reap good things. Praise the Lord. That's all I'm saying. The Bible says that Apostle Paul called for the Corinthian church, and he said that collections were to be taken up the first of every week. Collections were to be taken up the first of every week so that kingdom purposes could be continued over in Macedonia. So this is all biblical, because there are some people with a cheap spirit and a stingy spirit that, that cringe every time somebody bring up money. But they don't cringe at the liquor store, and they don't cringe at the strip club, and they don't cringe when they buy that lottery ticket. And I'm, I'm going to stop cringing, because money does answer all things. I just can't serve it. I can't serve God and mammon. But Jesus did say to Peter, you go fishing, get the fish, and pay your taxes and mine. You need money. Lord Jesus, thank God for the saints that ain't cheap. Thank God for the saints that ain't something ain't wrong with them. But getting back to what I was saying, saints of God, we're in a day and time where people are doing whatever they want to do. They're acting whatever way they want to act. They're going whatever way they want to go. And they want the church to shut up. That's another thing that I say. I'm about to put these sayings on a t-shirt. Sin screams on a loudspeaker. And then people tell holiness to go whisper in a corner. Let me say that again. Sin will scream on a loudspeaker. And then people will tell holiness to go whisper in a corner. And I'm done with that. I'm done with that. If you don't want to associate with me, don't associate with me. If you don't want to do nothing with me, don't do nothing with me. If I'm bad for your brand, I'm bad for your brand. But at the end of the day, I am tired of people saying whatever they want to say about God, doing whatever they want to do with God, and then they tell people who care about holiness and righteousness and the scriptures, go shut up and sit in the corner. No, we will not. He said, cry loud, spare not. Show my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. And I'm going to do it. I don't understand how people want to say whatever they want to say concerning the gospel. And then when preachers of righteousness begin to speak up, well, man, you shouldn't have said that, man. You shouldn't have done that, man. You know, man. I Hey, listen, if, if I'm bad for the brand, I'm bad for the brand. I'm here to tell the truth. And I don't have to be like. I don't have to be sought after. I don't have to be known. I, I was going through my pictures today. And, and, and let me tell you, because sometimes people say you calling out names because you're trying to get clout. If I was chasing clout, I would chase it the way I know I could get it. I was going through pictures today. I was going through me and, and, and K.J. Shriven. Me and and uh, what's it, Dwayne Woods. Me and Bishop Paul Morton. Uh, I, I was playing for a, a group where we was there with Morette um, Brown Clark and and uh, Kurt Carr and, and all these different artists, artists, artists that was in these areas. And I got all these pictures of this and, that and other. And I'm like, now, if I really wanted to cl- chase clout, this would be the way I would chase it. I was loved as a musician. I was applauded as a musician. People like Ray because Ray is easy to work with. Lord, if they only knew the word that was in me. But oh, we like Ray. We tell Ray play this; he'll just play that. We tell Ray we need some ain't no extra attitude. He don't think he big. He don't have no ego problem. Oh, we love Ray, Ray, Ray. And I was I was playing music all up and down the East Coast, all out in the West Coast. I was playing music. Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. I came here and got hated. <laughs> came here and got persecuted i came here and got criticized i came here and my name got drugged i came here and found enemies i came here and people were saying i'm gonna put a bullet on his head we got fifty thousand dollars my cousin's in a gang i'm gonna get somebody to kill him i'm telling you i've been here and hated and drugged and criticized and ostracized and named drug all kinds of ways i am here because i believe what god say i'm not chasing nothing but jesus I'm not chasing nothing but the truth. I'm not chasing nothing but what God has said. Why would I put my life, my family, my livelihood, my ministry, myself, my own person in danger if I did not believe? I'm here with my life. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And I've tried him. I've given him my life. I've given him my life. People don't want to talk to me. People don't want me at their church. I have secret disciples. I have people like Nicodemus who come to me in the inbox, who come to me at night, who come to me on the phone, who will send me a text, but they don't want to be seen in the daylight with me because they know what the name means. But I've endured it all. I've endured it. I've prayed for people who won't be seen with me, but I've prayed for them. Lord have mercy. I'm I'm not here clout chasing. People love to accuse you of that. You clout chasing. Ain't nobody clout chasing. Ain't nobody chasing nothing but the Lord. I want to be in his presence. I want to be found where you say well done. Let me, the Bible says, it is appointed unto man once to die. See, people, scripture, scripture, everything I'm saying is scripture. If you know your Bible, it is appointed unto man once to die. After death, it's the judgment. For everyone listening to me, you got one soul, and I want you to remind people. It's it's a few of you here now. Many of you will look at me later. I want you to remind people in your life. You got one soul, brother. You got one soul, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to them preachers and prophets, and you falling behind because somebody told you your phone number. Or somebody told you your social security number. Baby, you can do that if you're a thief. But you running behind, folk, let me tell you something. You got one soul, and I wouldn't bet it on no nitwit prophet. You got one soul. I wouldn't bet it on no nitwit apostle. If an apostle says something and the Bible says something else, I'm going to say, the Bible, sorry, mm-mm. I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care what you think you are. If a prophet says, well, your mama name is this day, I'm glad that the devil knew my mama. My mama was not sin many, many years. The devil knew my mama. What does Bible say? The Bible say this. We got to learn to stand on the word of God. You know why the Bible here? So you don't have to guess. That's, that's what's crazy about it. We don't have to stand here guessing. That's why the Bible here. The first level of discernment is through the word. If you would get the word in you, The word is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. The the word is a dividing, a son of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. There is neither anything hidden to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. The word is the first level of discernment. If you get the word in you, you can discern everything else. And that's why I don't come on the unction. I'm super duper Apostle Ray. No, I'm going to give you the word of God. I'm going to depend on the spirit of God to edify the people of God. You go and read your Bibles. That's what I'm here to encourage you to do. That's what I'm trying to get an unction for you to do. Not to close your Bible and start reading nature like even R. George tell you to do. I'm here to tell you, get under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Open up the scripture and let the word of God minister to you directly. Instead of you having all these mediators, all these prophetic and apostolic mediators in between God and man, when you have the actual word right there on your lap, but people are lazy and don't want to read their Bibles, they want some mediator in between them. And we need to stop the madness. Saints of God, I, I like I said at the beginning, I can't even belabor this tonight. I'm so worn out by preachers saying things that we should obviously know. Let me go back to the scripture. John nineteen thirty. Well, next time a false prophet tell you the gospel ain't done, all we gotta do is look at what Jesus said. John nineteen thirty. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Once again, thank you for watching the Unction where we give the word of God and depend on the spirit of God to edify the people of God. Thank you for everyone who was a part of the Unction worship experience or worship after the wreckage. Um, Now I'm going to do this to my own embarrassment, but I I just want you to know that it actually happened. We got some in-room audio because the online audio, if you ever do audio for churches, you know it's funny. So. Just leave me alone. We, I'm gonna just let like, you know. We had a good time, man. It, it was good. It was. Good. Yeah, that's enough of that. That's that's enough of that. <laughs> we <laughs> we had a good time with the worship night man but but i mean we had a lot of <laughs> We we had a good time. I'm sorry that was real loud. I'm sorry if it, you know it caught you off guard. But we had a good time. It was a room full. It was it was a good uh, experience online. We had a great time here in Charlotte, uh with our musicians, our singers, some of our board members. Uh the second song was led by Elder Justin Murphy. He's gonna start taking over the musical arm of this movement. Uh actually he's over the uh GMWA. Which so we got some the for the state of North Carolina. So we 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 got some some very very heavy hitters involved with this movement now. And uh once again, if you would like to just support and be a part of this move, movement, we ask you to do so, so that we can hire a sound man maybe one day. Praise the Lord, and we won't have to operate off of a shoestring and a pack of now later. Praise God, Amen. <laughs> so we we just thank god for everyone who's been a part thank you uh abundant validity said i sound good lord have mercy uh that's i'm always happy when somebody think i can sing a little bit lord have mercy but uh i'm really a guitar player i sit in the corner and play my guitar i'm happy if you would like to support please do by going to uh dollar sign the unction on um cash app if you have Zelle. You can also give by Zell at raythepreacher at gmail.com, raythepreacher at gmail.com. If you want to give through Zell, raythepreacher at gmail.com. I should have had a graphic. If you would like to give by Zell, raythepreacher at gmail.com. And once again, I want to say this to God's people. I want to say this to people who want to do this right. Uh, I'm almost at the end of what I got to say. I've had a phobia for many years of asking for any type of help or support monetarily. I had that phobia because of so much of the abuse that's in the church. But those of you who do a job well, whether it's uh, your own personal job or something you do for ministry, let me help you to understand something. A servant is worthy of his hire. You do what you have to do to make sure you are secure. Don't let people abuse you. Do not allow people to abuse your gifts, abuse your talents. They are for the Lord. Okay. Once you see that people start trying to abuse it for them, then you you have to you have to move and shift that thing. Because if if glory has gotten any other way than to God, it it has to be it has to be shifted. And um, I I've had a hard time speaking about it, but ministry do take finance, and I don't care how deep your so-called apostle is. I don't care how deep your so-called prophet is. And and you know what? I'm going to say this too. I'm going to say this. Oh, thank you, Regina Dawson. I, I appreciate it. Sound pretty good. I'm going to say this too. A lot of people, and, and the unction is up there. Don't, don't go away. I hope you give because it'll be a blessing to you. And, and uh, it'll be a blessing to us too, but I know what God can do. God can do some stuff I can't but I want to say this too, because a lot of people think my Pharisaic apostle, oh, he he ain't worried about no money. That that, that my apostle, he ain't, ah, apostle this. Let me tell you something. When you control people's lives, when you control people's minds, when you control people's families, when you control people's marriages, you you don't have to spend a lot of time on money. Because the people think if they don't give it, they're going to die. I'm telling you, I, I I went there. I was in those churches. When you see a super-duper apostle that, you know, everybody just, yes, sir. Ooh, apostle. Preacher. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I got wonderful. When you see all that kind of stuff, that man worship, the reason why he don't have to spend a lot of time on income is because he already controlled them. They're going to give their 10th. They're going to give an offering. They go give a pledge. They go give when their um, income taxes come, they go give and give and give because, number one, they're trying to impress their idol. And number two, they think if they don't support the ministry that Jesus is going to kill them. All right? See, I, I know slick apostles. I know slick leaders. I've been a part of these movements, and I know how they operate. So, you, yeah, b- believe me, I don't feel bad. For spending a little time to say support the work of the Lord when you do it cheerfully and not grudgingly and not of necessity. For the Bible says God loveth, God loveth a cheerful giver. God's heart, his love is towards a cheerful giver. Now God said it and that's New Testament. That's apostle possible. I ain't make it up. All right. So here here's the, the point. I want us to continue to support ministry that you know trying to do something right. Whether it's this or your local ministry. If you see a pastor trying to do something right, support him. And then at the very least, I had one lady get on and say, her husband say, the church don't need it. He giving it to the poor. I say, well, give it to the poor then. Give it to the poor then. I I, I ain't trying to convince her nothing different. Give to me, give to my ministry. If you watching me and you think I'm so wrong because whatever, whatever. Beautiful, fine, wonderful, cute. That's real cute. Give to the poor. Give to people in need. Give to somebody who can't eat. Don't be stingy before the Lord. God cannot release to you a certain level of grace in your life when you are walking in stinginess. Go help somebody. Real life with Rosalyn, my sister. I was hoping to get you. You got to give me your... um your email or something do something find me some kind of way so that i can email you because i want to i want to talk to you and i want the board to talk to you real life rosina i got to talk to prophetess quinnisha um thank god for all of our supporters um latasha sandoval Ver- veronica renee renita mosley prophetess quinnisha rosina uh Rochetta jackson sherry mcnell Latanya mcdaniel kim durden sandra gibbs owen terry uh, Michael Bailey, Tyron Smith, Veronica Renee, Robert Downs, Nathan Horton, Alita Hillary, Anita Adiemo, I tried a little bit better this time, Gabriel Bradshaw, <laughs> Andrew Brown, Helen Holston, Daryl Stevens, and all of you who have given. We are still taking note. We're going to update our graphic for the month of August. We're going to update our graphic for those who have been a part. And for those who have given, we're going to update our graphic so that people can know that you have been a part of this movement. And we really greatly appreciate what you are doing to help us stay afloat and uh, keep this thing moving. Because if we did not have uh, the donations we have, there are some things that we just would not be able to do. And uh, research and, and clips and editing and lighting and internet, praise the Lord, and uh, even more is about to be added to this movement. So the next goal is to quadruple our following. So if you have not already, like, share, subscribe, uh, hit the notification bell. Like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. If anything, hit that like button on the screen because it's the likes that uh, help the algorithm to say, hey, the people are looking at this guy. So we want you to continue to do that. Once again, thank you for viewing the unction tonight where we give the word of God and depend on the spirit of God to edify the people of God. God bless you, and I appreciate you.